Hey guys, welcome to another episode of 234 Essential. By now, you already know my name. I am really tired. Yeah, interesting. Um, in some places, I'm known as AOT2. But you know, that's, that's for another day. <laughs> I have my co-host here with me. You both styling yourself. Ugochi. Ah, hey guys, what's up? Why are you sounding so... Uh-uh, Let's so trouble some. Because I'm not. Okay. I'm sweet, butterfly, beautiful child. What okay. the hell? As long as the branding is working. Yeah, All right. 100%. All right, today's a special episode. We have guests in the house. Some of you might know them. Some of you might not know them, but I'll still do the intro. Mm-hmm. Um, ladies first, as they say. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just because you said that, you better intro him first. Okay. Okay, we are switching it up I like now. that. You have to follow the ladies. Mm-hmm. We have Excel, mm-hmm. the real... Why are you just allowing him to introduce himself? No, I'm introducing himself. Ah, okay. The man of the hour himself, you know, Excel. When you hear the industry, the music industry, hey, when you hear Afro beats to the world, hey, Afro swing, Afro pop, <laughs> and all the old Afros that are manufacturing in different places in the world. This is, this is an inside <laughs> joke between me and you because when we say, when we say Afro, Afro beats to the world, world, it's actually a sexual joke. We <laughs> yeah, it's I, not, I don't, it's not I don't. Oh, yeah, I hey, remember hey, now. Hey. <laughs> Hey, on that shit. Actually, today, today is Sunday, please. Remember that? Remember, like, you just Sunday. record to me. You people are staying in my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like today's what? Sunday. Sunday. Yes, yeah. let's keep this up. Thank yeah. God, shit to do none. Do you understand? Tell him. Excel, what's good now? What's popping? Bruv, um, we just trying to survive the Omarion variant, you know. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> now, introducing the other guest. This is Jess. There's only one Jess in Lagos. Uh, <laughs> you know, when, when I came in, <laughs> when I came in, he was like, Jess is coming. I was like, which Jess? He didn't he, tell you before. No, he was like, he was like and I was like, which Jess? He was like, which other Jess? There's only one Jess in Lagos. How do I introduce Jess now? Um, Your ex-best friend. Yes, my former best friend. Your ex pod partner. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now an industry person. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> you say, would you say it would tear up that one? Yeah. Um, Somewhat. I'm not going to lie. Like, the, one of the reasons that really, you know, motivated yeah. me to come mm-hmm. to, like, I miss him. Like, yeah, I, I can imagine. Okay, mm-hmm. I was a nice host. It was Steve that was the trouble someone. Yeah, my Steve, eyes, Steve. I can't unroll <laughs> it. Steve, Steve I can't unroll my eyes. <laughs> Love you, Steve. Yeah, um, she's a, what will I call you now? You better do, a creative because one minute she's she's interviewing people on her pod. Yeah. Next minute she's on on the video set with a Grammy Award winner. Mm. You know, it's not Beans. I don't mm. even look at it like that. Dang, my mm. resume is. I have to I have to look at it like that now. You know, <laughs> Grammy Award winner. It's not Beans at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah. what's popping, man? Man, I'm alive and I'm still in Nigeria, guys. Mm. Yes, man. I'm still here. Yes, I'm man. still here. Every day your Nigerianess is increasing. It's just increasing. Yeah, I don't know where my blue passport is anymore, guys. Don't, don't say that. You must be joking. Don't say that. It's almost expired. I need to go sort that out. Don't worry. Don't yeah, you worry. should. I agree with you. Too. There's a green variant. Don't don't Nicole, do that. Nicole, <laughs> not too far from you. Don't do Do you understand? Let it expire even. Displace yeah. <laughs> it. All right, man. Today's a special episode. In case you, obviously, if you've been listening to our podcast, you know that this is a special episode. Um, So no farm mail, no tweet of the week. It's just... um. The burning issue that is out there right now. And Ugochi called me up and said, you know, this is trending right now. So I think you should put it on your Instagram. And, you know, let's find guests. 
and I made the mistake of putting it on my Instagram. I won't say it's a mistake. Yeah, every time you ask for something on Instagram, is a mistake. Yeah. And oh, bro, wow. the people who hit me <laughs> up, <laughs> people I've not spoken to in two years, <laughs> like, people in England, in Canada, I'm like, I said, do you know that this is a one-on-one podcast? Yeah, you have to be here in Lagos. It's not said, no, but I have to still say my mind. Like, oh, <laughs> also, then why, how, what made you pick Excel and I? I don't know. I, I think it was just a good fit. Familiar, familiar faces, maybe. As yeah, well. yeah. And people who are familiar like experienced energy. with podcasting. Mm-hmm. I had dismissed me. That's why he chose me. Yeah, yeah. I know. There's that <laughs> Say it with well. your chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No problem. You know, it's all good. <laughs> Ayo hasn't said it. What? You haven't said that you missed her. I miss Jess now. Okay, Come okay, on. Okay. okay. I wanted you party. to say it. You need to voice it. This is my party. Voice it. Okay. This is your word. All right. All right. So we are here because of uh, a particular disturbing um, story that trended. That is trend in Nigeria. I'm sure when you listen to this, you know, you, I'm sure the, the, the conversation will still be going on. Yeah. And it's about the death of uh, a young boy, 12-year-old young boy. Uh, let me read this right. His name is Sylvester Oromoni Jr. And, um, he, was, he attended Doen Private... Sorry, what did you want to describe? Yeah, Doen Private. Yeah, Doen College. here. And... You know, it was said that he so there was a there was an accusation or a cover that said he sustained injuries while playing football. Mm. But from the pictures that we saw and also from family statements, that didn't look like football at all. We've all played all the men here have played football. I don't want to assume, but Phil, recording engineer, you play football. Except you play football. Yep, secondary school. Because you played football. Yes, I mean played monkey post. Okay. Mm. Yes, you played football. Yeah, yes, my foot played. has touched the ball. Yeah, you played. <laughs> I remember there was an All-Star game sometime, like 2019, and you played. You came with yeah. the jersey. I remember that. Okay, I remember there we that. go. Yeah. <laughs> and before the boy passed away, he actually told his um, father that he sustained his injuries from bullies who wanted to initiate him in the court, and he didn't want to be initiated. And he was beaten badly. And when he was rushed to the hospital, he made a statement, and a few hours later, he died. And this story has sent has shocked the whole nation. It's not, a, it's not a new story. We all know that, you know, in boarding school, a lot of things happen. But mm. for you to actually beat somebody that young, 12 years old, because you want to initiate him in a cult, and for the boy to die, and it's not a case of, I don't want to separate it and say, oh, it's not one of those schools you say, oh, Federal Government College, Janiki, this is Doran College. Like, okay. literally, if you've been to Lekki, yeah. you know that road, you've seen... That new road, actually. That new okay. road. College is a damn landmark. Like, yeah, it's a landmark. Exactly. Yeah, like, like, just like, go straight exactly. down. When you see doing college, just keep moving. Exactly. And obviously, unfortunately, there was a cover-up also. We've heard that one of the students who was alleged mastermind has traveled abroad. His parents said two, actually. Oh, two mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Nigerian elitism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to get to it that. Never and, and the two other or two or three other um, students mm-hmm. right now. Um, just to give you further backstory, um, the Lagos State Government has shut down the school. Yeah. Even though the school says they are still going to hold exams from Tuesday. Mm. I think this is the end of it. The so first then day. that's not shutting down. That's not shutting down at the end of the day. No statement from the Parents Teachers Association. They don't have a Parents Teachers Oh, they don't have a Parents Teachers yeah. Association. Someone okay. tweeted that, that that's like her child was there and she asked okay, that was cool. about the PT and they were like, we don't have one. We don't yes. know that. The Nigerian police force in all his might, and I'm saying this very ironically, mm. the air quotes, <laughs> has decided to open an investigation. But it's the Nigerian police force. Yeah. So I'm not here. I'm not holding my breath at the end of the day. Now, before I go on, this is not the first time um, a situation like this is happening. Um, let me look for this story. Earlier in the year, this happened in the Deeper Life Boarding School. Deeper Life Boarding 
Deeper Life Secondary School is actually owned by the famous Deeper Life, headed by Pastor Kumi. Yeah. Um, an 11 year old boy was allegedly dehumanized by his principal teachers and colleagues for bedwetting at Deeper Life High School in Oyo, Akwaibom State. And um, in the story, you guys can check it up. It was yeah. alleged that the boy was raped by SS2 students. Yeah, I and remember the story. Yeah, his mm-hmm. mother had to risk him away from the school and yeah. she made serious allegations. Yeah. I think everything is in court Done now. So no, in yes, court. Yes, yeah. Nobody is talking about that now. Yeah. There's one that actually didn't make, they didn't go viral. Yeah. But even though it was reported, and I think this is another sad story. A girl by the name of Karen, Karen, she was 14 years old and she was raped to death in a private school here in Nigeria. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, in the private school in Nigeria. I'm look, try, Premier Academy, Lube. Lube. And I think that's in Abuja. Mm, yeah, that's yeah it is. Um, her mother said she died from sepsis, medical complications arising from oh, sepsis. Oh, I saw that. Condem- yeah. So, I saw that. So in a year now, we had three cases of minors being beaten who have been killed or, you know, um, tortured in school. I mean, none. None. Yeah, no cases. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first of all, let me just go around the room. Your first reactions. Let me start with Jess. When you heard the news, like, and I know you're not like an avid social media consumer, but I'm sure yeah. the news must have gotten to you somehow. Okay, so um, since this Twitter ban, I don't go on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know what be happening on there. It's if somebody just happened to just go and share their Twitter t- like tweet onto Instagram story, then I'll now see it. Yeah, yeah, I will go to hear too that like that. Yes, yeah. So absolutely. when I when I first started seeing uh, people that I follow like reposting, I said, "What is this again? I don't understand." But then I was slightly desensitized. I'm like, "This thing happens every day. Like every day, there's a new story that they're talking about." But then, so I, I was like skimming. I was just like tapping through. I was like, "Okay, something happened to somebody." But then for whatever reason, I decided to say, okay, I've seen this thing 20 times. Maybe I should stop and like read it. When I read it, I was like, what the actual hell? Now, the one thing I wanted to say was that even when I read it and then I saw like how serious it was, my mood went to like complete trash. Like I was demotivated first of the day. That normally happens when I hear about a traumatic event. But I didn't even want to post it on my own story because I said, what is this thing going to do? I was questioning if my posting this thing is going to be performative. We already know. Like, let me not say we already know. Um, I'm of the notion that, like, don't know. There's nothing like justice in this country. So me posting this thing is just to show that, oh, I, too, have read it. I, too, am among. I, too, am aware of what's going on. But, like, me personally, I don't think anything's going to come out of this situation just because of pattern. When has anything ever been done when this thing happens? Okay, the two other people, the young man um, from Deeper Life and the young baby, what what happened to them? Yeah. So me, I was just like having internal conflict. Am I posting this thing? Is it performative? Am I just posting it just to show that I do not? Is it that somebody will not look that? Oh, you didn't talk about. You didn't post this thing. Do, you do not want just like that's how I was dealing with the whole situation. So that was my first reaction. All right, XO. Um. So around this time, a friend of mine died. Yeah. Mm. So I was caught up in that. So um, just grieving and then, you know, trying to distract Sorry myself. About that, Thank you. Yeah. Um, trying to distract myself. I opened social media and then I saw that. I, I, th- I literally threw away my phone. I'm not joking. Like, see, I was wow. looking at that. Yeah. I was like, what? I threw away my phone. I was like, what Like, what nonsense is this? Um, it's so heartbreaking to see something like that happen. And the first thing that came to my mind was known cases. Like, how many more of this would have happened that, you know, didn't make it to social media or right. gone under the radar? So, yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, 
Me, I don't like social media, first of all. Yes. And like seeing death and a child's death is so trauma. much for me, right? I, you originally don't like young people, right? I, I show you teenagers. Don't Did you say you don't like young people? No, I don't. I don't really, I don't really mess with them so much because I don't. Long story, but I don't. And so, like seeing that, I was just like, "This is what I said. Explain this. Why would this happen? This guy is twelve. He's just turned. To, it's supposed to be twelve. Yeah. Yesterday, his family celebrated his birthday. His birthday yesterday. He's not. He's not twelve yet. And I was when I was twelve. I was just two. Like. I might have died, right? Like and why? The people who did this crime also are within that age. Yeah, do you understand? Like, or maybe yeah, just teenagers. Teenagers, yeah. But like, he's twelve, right? If I had a cough at twelve, I'll be dying. I'll literally act out a cough. Do you understand? So like, I felt horrible. Like, there's always something new on Nigerian social media that is not so new, but it just feels fresh every time you see it. You know, so it was really messed up, and I, I don't know. I don't know. I felt bad. I had goosebumps for days. I still do right now. So it's okay. Like, but it's just like what it is. I can't remember when I first heard the story. I saw the story, but the thing you said about social media is, I think for this our generation, a lot of things that have happened in Nigerian society, I think with social media now is coming to light. Everybody has we've all heard, but the school stories before, yeah. or the 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 kind of toxic environments it is, and how seniors, people who are deemed seniors, yeah. can go ahead beating juniors. But when you see it go this far, a young boy, 12 years old, the world is ahead of him, and he was killed because supposedly he didn't want to join a cult. It just, it was shocking to me. Like, I know Nigeria, every day Nigeria gives you a bad story, or at least every month gives mm. you a bad story. But when you see it, I saw this, and this just broke me totally. And the way Nigerians have reacted shows that omission is too much. Yeah. Like, if you can't defend the young people, if you can't protect the young people in your society, then your society is no longer a society. It's a yeah. jungle. Yeah. And this happened in a place of an institution of knowledge or learning where teachers can protect people like that. The principal, the, the what do you call the people in charge of the... Host, house masters The or house masters and house yeah. mistresses mm-hmm. can't protect a young boy mm. like this. Then we failed at the end of the day. Yeah. What kind of people are we producing? The fact that you have people who even feel comfortable to beat another person shows that there's a deep flaw, not only in that school, but generally the boarding school culture in Nigeria. Yeah, yes? Yeah, I have so many questions. I'm sorry. Same here. Like, yeah, yeah. Same here. Mm-hmm. And I'm, not trying, I'm trying not to cut you off. Mm. But I've learned pod manners since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, am I permitted? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got two. Okay. You guys talk, y- y'all are okay with like talking about cultism on this part, right? Everything. Yeah, yeah. Maybe everything. because when we was on the other part, like yeah, every time I act, then, okay, yeah. since we turn a new leaf. Okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. Uh, so uh, apologies now for anyone that misconstrues maybe my demeanor as mm. like, oh, I'm making light of something. Nigeria has just desensitized me. My emotions are trash and like. You're you on know. the right part. Yeah. <laughs> so is there no age limit to cultism? I don't understand. Oh. So Am I not, like there's I none. There's none in Nigeria. So what what we've seen over the years, like when I thought that I was, from like when I was growing up, right? Cortism was like, oh, so when you go to university or federal right. university or state university. Yeah, that was it before. Then they started trickling down. So I think POV matters in this conversation. Yeah, for me, that's it for me. Uh do you agree with this? Like so. Yeah, when like when I was younger. When I was, when I was younger. When I was in primary school, I'm 28, right? When yeah. I was in primary school. 
it's something that my my cousins who were in university then will come right? and tell you. Like if they no, they won't tell me when they yeah. come to visit. My parents would be like, make sure you don't join Koto. Mm. Make sure you don't, you know. I used mm. to hear those. Mm. Yeah. But when I entered secondary school, school, we started seeing it. Yeah. There was cultism in secondary, secondary school. school, exactly. Yeah. So let me even take that back. I remember now because I was in yeah, primary school. Yeah, I'm more like it. But opposite us was like a public, mm -hmm. a public secondary school. Yeah. And they had gangs, which were obviously their courts back then. So yeah. I take that back. I remember now. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. So yeah, but back then, look at see university was like. HQ of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, films, Nollywood had a lot to, to yeah, do with that. Bro, oh, yeah. Yeah. University. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, what's his name? Not Jim. Like, like, I've forgotten his name. Who is this? He died many years ago. But he made his name off like doing cultism movies. In is it the buff guy? Yeah, I think it was kind of buff. Uh, Jensen, is it? No, no not, not Jensen Jack. Jack. I'll, I'll try to remember. Jensen Jack's still alive. Yeah, uh, but, okay. but, but see, there's somebody else I was trying to remember though. Yeah. Uh, JT. 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 But what we've seen over the years, just like everything in Nigeria, everything now becomes to like all the negative things now start coming home. Yeah. It's so prevalent in secondary school now. That's the only secondary school is on the streets. Boys that leave school at private five are into course right now. Yeah. But, but like I feel like it has always been there, actually. Like it's not trickling down. Okay, let me see. As at 2002, it's 2003. It's always been open. Oh, maybe it's I'm just blind. that it's always no, been no, open no, that yeah, young hold people, on. Yeah. Like preteen and children. Yeah, are hundred. So because so of the because of their social media now, so everybody everything has is, everything is open. Oh, everything is outside. Yeah, you understand? Yeah. Uh, growing up, I remember going to primary school. You see dead bodies on the road. The government will leave you there to swell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go bust. You say if you go see them. Do you understand? And this is Janiki. Moving forward, I go into secondary school, Ajangbadi High School. I went to Hope Bay College. This is Okoko Michael. <laughs> the first time I saw. A bandana turned into an axe. I was in just one. And Are I you for real? No, this shit happens. Like they boys, shook that joint and it turned to an No, axe. they will throw it up. They will catch them, boys. How are for you? So it's always been like these kids are. So like sometimes, like, if you have if you have conversations with certain people right now, they'll be like, no, cultism started a long time ago. This yeah. was secondary school. After school, just see people going to go and fight for. You don't even understand why. I remember always us having to run home like a lot before school even closes officially because some school is coming to my fight to another yeah, yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Stage, and yeah. you understand? And because you, you want to save your head, you're running. And you know you don't have there's no reason. No one can tell you the reason why it's happening. And I and why I said POV is very important because of that question you asked is that I grew up in Aguirre State, right? Aguirre State is is so solemn. You are it's so bad that nothing happens on the estate. Buy not, nothing. You can't buy anything. You want to buy a recharge card, then you have to go to Aguara bus stop all the way. So going to Okoko and seeing this, uh, uh, what's really going on here? And so for me, I didn't understand what it was then, but like the more I spent more time in that environment, I understood it. It's always been she juju, courtism. All these things done the streets since. Nobody say it's not courtism the same thing. Yeah, like they've they They've always been, unfortunately, right? But with social media here now, people don't need these guys. Let's be honest. People are actually, um, I, I don't know, but I would say it's a cover-up, an intentional cover-up because nobody wants to be seen on social media. But when these things happen, then you see it and like, oh, there's so many things that ha happen in Nigeria that are not new. Nothing is new, yeah. to be honest. But speaking of social media, yeah. right? I was going on TikTok yesterday and I stumbled on a particular channel. I don't want to mention the name of the channel. <laughs> And they were basically celebrating their them belonging to that 
Uh, yeah. that organization oh, I'm confused. Now. Are you saying that they were celebrating belonging to the cult of the five bo- of the no, no. The, 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 no, no, the different no. cults like a different um, cult oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah. so but, but you know they have internet they are international now yeah yeah yeah, 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 they, yeah. They, like a lot of, there are a lot of top people in nigeria that are cultists yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so even then it's like an open you know like you have fa- open family secrets. Yeah, yeah yeah like we all know yeah but we all just keep quiet yeah exactly we all keep quiet exactly that's what it is cultism yeah. is pop culture in nigeria it is yes. that's, that's that's how <laughs> okay but it's a, it's very coded though it's not anymore. it's not it's not there are a lot of songs that we hear but, with pop mm, culture. What's the song that we? I heard it. I, I was watching a. I don't. I don't want to mention exactly what I was watching, but yeah. I was watching a video. Yeah. And somebody was dropping the verse, and he did this particular signal. I'm sure Excel knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm like, bro, this is basically just coming out to say it, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day. I mean, when I was in Unilag, there's this particular cult that would come to Unilag to have their meetings. We'll do it for you. Nah. <laughs> They'll come to Unilag to have their meetings. And guys that were, some of the guys that are big now, that are like the biggest, I'm talking like top five, like there were two that would always come around mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. for those meetings yeah. in, in the school. And when they come to school, like everybody knows, even the security men go miss. Yeah. They know yeah. that these people are coming and they go miss and they'll do their So meetings this is what is basically happening in our hollowed chambers of uh, learning. Or education. And also, like, the, the thing with the secondary school and now, um, the one is a secondary yeah. school, right? Yeah, yeah. primary school. So, Unisex. Cultism, cultism needs fresh blood. Mm-hmm. They need younger people. You know, you it's need, a, you it's need, a generational you, thing. You need soldiers on the ground. And then yeah. they have targets. So they get guys that say, okay, this is the one, right? Because when, when I saw the whole scenario, I understood what it was. Mm. Someone has infiltrated one or two people in yeah, Doen. Yeah. And that's rich kids. Yeah. Is, bro. You need to finance. So, because a lot of times when these guys get into trouble, you hear that, like, if you if you get into, like, if you have contact with the courtist and you get police to arrest them and whatnot, or and go to court, court doesn't set bail, or maybe they set bail at one million or whatever, they will pay immediately. How's a nigga that is a machine smoking weed in one apartment as a courtist, how can he have money? To pay bill, you now understand that it's a very big network, network. Yeah. very, very big. Like, there were some guys, there were some foreign guys that did a pod on this. Yeah. I've, I've forgotten the name Underworld, of the I followed them on the world, something. Yeah, the guy's a New York Times writer. When they released that episode, they tweeted at one of Nigeria's biggest I saw that tweet. superstars, yeah. and they were like, Do you know that this Kinikini court that you identify well, you with know- is identified with uh, um, sex trafficking? Sex trafficking, uh, uh, theft, robbery, yeah. and they tweeted at him. Yeah. But guess what? Nobody liked or retweeted that tweet. That, no. tweet. that tweet was like a graveyard. Bro, I, I won't say that. No, in, and it's, I know people saw it, bro, but nobody touched it. I said there's only an international journalist that could do it because I what? see this thing on social media when people what? say, Why can't you guys write about courtesy? I'm like, you Bro, you can't. Maybe we live. Bro, it's the elephant in the room. If I live in Scotland now, I can do that. <laughs> You, you wouldn't even because yes. them they Yeah, they, they actually your network is actually mad now. <laughs> and I can bet you that journalist who wrote it has like mad security details. Yeah. He doesn't just do anything. Is he a Nigerian? No. no, no, no. Funny no, enough, his no. presence online is not even that strong. Yeah. So you know that he knows kind of things right now. He writes about mafia culture around yeah. the world. So he just did that. Um, but now we are zeroing into boarding schools, right? You wanted to ask a second question. Oh, the second question just wanted to ask. It was a statement, but I think. I think I should probably wait. Okay. okay. All, right. All right, cool. So, 
We all know boarding school. If you don't know what a boarding school is, then obviously maybe you're not. You've not gone to school before. <laughs> but we've all heard these stories before, right? I never went to boarding school, but I went. To, I had friends who attended boarding school, and maybe they changed their schools and then I attended one more. When I went to King's College, seniors used to beat the hell out of me. I remember one of my friends, Mahmoud. He said one time a senior beat beat him so much he had welts on his skin, and he couldn't oh. lay on his back for like two weeks because of the pain. I mean, my man was like, bro, is it school or is it, are you in a slave MG. camp? <laughs> are you in a plantation for at the end of the day? For real. Uh, Ugochi said she didn't go to a boarding school. Yeah. Her mother held the ground for yeah, her. We, nobody, nobody in my house went to boarding school. I, I didn't go to a boarding nobody, school because I think I ran away after the first day. Do you understand? Know? But we have excellences here. So, uh, Excel, tell us about your own boarding school experience. How was it? How toxic was it? Um... I went to Nigerian Navy Secondary School. Oh, first of Which all, I'll say all the military <laughs> schools. Yeah, move on. That's all. Just Borokiri Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so um, when I was in Jess One, when I knew that I, I, I was in trouble, mm. maybe like a month in Jess One. Oh, babe, sorry, I'm yeah. going to intercept a bit. Yeah. Let's 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 do a storyline, right? Okay. So how it started? Who informed the decision of you going yeah, who to you, Nigeria? Who your house? Okay. Was it a family tradition? Exactly. Is, um, were your siblings there before? What's going? No, is it a mixed first, school? Uh, it's a mixed school. Exactly. I'm the first let's, born. Let's do this. My neither of my parents went to boarding school. So they decided to It was my choice. Oh, so I grew up. Are in you a, the first child? Yeah, yeah, I grew up in Abana. Abana is a dead town. It's yeah. still a dead town. It was dead town then? It's a dead <laughs> the town way, now. What's the word? Dead. Dead. It's really because it is. Dead in both. From southeast, yeah. so she knows, right? So I wanted. I always wanted to explore to and stay in primary school in Abana. Boys, the people will talk about how pH is popping, mm. right? So and it's just next door. Really. Yeah, it's like the thirty minutes drive. I was like. That's what I'm going to do. I went around this country writing the exams, so I went to yeah, oh, you did that oh. Air Force, mm. Air Force in in Jaws. That command transfer, yeah, wrote, but I got Navy and you now went there. Yeah, true Nigerians. So yeah. when I got into Navy, um, and I did not know anybody. God, you yeah. know, I didn't know anybody. No senior, that was yeah. your cousin. I know, and back then, I don't know if that still happens now. Parents would make arrangements with like a teacher or a. Or the matron, you know, be my be my child's guardian. Mm. My father was like, "Dog, yeah. you're about to experience life. I'm not doing shit. Yolo. Go in there, figure shit out. I'll see you at the end of first term." Or, Damn. Or, or, he said no, like he wouldn't. Yeah, not even visiting day. He said he wouldn't come for everything because he was traveling. Right? Mm. He would send my mom and whatnot. But when he comes back, she came actually. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to Momsi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like a month in. I start seeing the science stuff, you know. A whole month. Yeah, like a month. Because, because I think they have a way in Nigeria Navy. I don't know if they do that now. They let the JS1, the freshers. <laughs> Marinate. <laughs> yeah, breathe for Marinate, thank you. <laughs> but you see it happening to JS2, JS3 students. So you know it's coming to you yeah. eventually. <laughs> and then one time they sent two people in my room to go and fetch water or something. And those guys refused and they went... They left the hostel and whatnot. So when they came back, the senior f- beat the hell out of them. And then they went to report to the EXO. The EXO is the commanding officer, the second in command yeah. in the school, military personnel captain, second in command. And the EXO is like, what? They beat you? Okay. Go and call the people that beat you. And, you know, they came with me. And the EXO was like, you people busy with All of you lie down. And he frogs them. And all of us were like, yeah, yeah, just- yeah that's the shit. <laughs> and then they stand up. And he's like, now flog them. Like flog the junior. Gave the cane to the seniors to flog the juniors. Oh, that 
Why on earth? You have not done your job properly. Yes. Why would anybody Nobody come called? and report to you? Damn. Wiping time. And all of us were like, the, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and those guys, man, those guys were doing, those boys were washing clothes for a long time. Wow. So wow. that was when I understood <laughs> where I was. And I had to survive. So Yeah. How did, how did you survive? Like, did you, you have find- negative... I'm a social butterfly. Yeah. It's easy for me to make friends. Mm. The dining hall prefects became my guy. Christian, he's still my guy till now. He gave you two meat. He became my guy, you know, because I was always going to the dining hall early. And he's always like, this guy, are you always hungry? Why are you here, you know, mm-hmm. like 30 minutes before? Mm. And from there, we became friends. And he used to steal food from the dining hall. The dining hall prefect would steal food from the dining hall and yeah. sell. Yeah. And so I was one of his runners. I was one of the boys that used to sell what class were you in at this time? I'm just one. Okay. So, but because everybody know, knows I was affiliated with the dining hall friend, mm. nobody would touch me. Was he yeah. a bad guy in he, school? Nah, he wasn't that. Was he a wimpy kid? Nah, wimpy he was. He was just a. He was a ladies' guy. Ah, yeah, okay. So he was a fresh boy. Yeah, yeah. my yeah. type of guy. So you yeah. didn't have any like negative experience where? I did, of course. Yeah. Like with time, you know, there were times when there was a, this particular guy. We're friends now. I'm Bachu. What do you have? You're always friends with your bullies after the whole thing. Because you just realized they're just like living. You know, so it was a phase maybe. So it's a time. cycle. Yeah. It was done to them. They just like feel it's a rite of passage to do it to you. So this guy woke me like 2 a.m. to wash clothes. I'm like, dog, look at the time. Even witches are sleeping. Like, you know, and he's like, go and wash this. So I washed it, but I did not rinse it. And I hung it out to dry. And, you know, when... He got it whenever I got it. He ironed it and whatnot. And the day he wore it out, rain fell. Mm. The cloth, they rinse. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this guy found me. Flop beat the hell out of me. Yeah. You know, he beat the hell out of me. And I ran. Like, I ran away from the beating. I went to sleep in class. And that time in Navy Secondary School, our ceilings, we used to have broken ceilings. Man. People that go to schools now, you guys, <laughs> we used to call it New uh, new Heaven. So we'll go and sleep inside the ceiling. Yeah, I've heard stories like that. Where to students, avoid. Students will hide. Because they will look for you. They, you know, they will look for you. They will look for you everywhere. They will look for you everywhere. And, you know, he sought me out. He would find me. He would find me. He wouldn't see. My mom would come on visiting days and she's like, Excel, are you fine? Are you okay? Because I became more, I used to be a very um, playful kid. Yeah. She just noticed that every visiting day I was very quiet, mm. you know, and she was very worried. And she was telling my dad, should we take him out? Like, my father, like, if if he's going to say something that makes us, you know, fear, but he hasn't said anything. So that's mm. be the parent our parents' problem. Mm. Like, like, let's keep it. So yeah. Did, were you this uh so for y'all that have never seen Excel, Excel looked like he has money. He's a big yeah. he has money. He has presence. You see my yes, like when you yeah. see him walk in a room, everybody be like, Who is that? So did you have this similar stature when you was in jail? Yeah, yeah. I was a very I was very tall. Oh, nice. So was so it was there an obvious person? Okay, were there instances that like seniors that were of smaller stature than you? Beating of course, you? yeah, of course, of course. But Navy had a tradition, right? When that senior is passing out, their final day, yeah. it is legal for you, even if you're just one, to you can them. beat that person. Mm. Oh. And we always used to look for we know we know they miss them. <laughs> we know they, we, you we bring out all your anger. Man, that's that's weird. And guess what? what? I now became a bully. Yeah, how did you, that was my next question. Now, when you now yeah, became a senior, it's very important. Yes. Uh, I yeah. now became a bully because Man, nobody only passed. Yeah, uh, because it was it was it was like a tradition. And 
Man, thank God for enlightenment. Mm. Because when we graduated from secondary school and we were talking with people, we were like, you know, that school toughened us up. Mm. You know, we became strong, we became men. And you just realize that all these things is just glorified suffering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I became a senior, right, I became a bully that was loved. I don't know how to explain this. Like I would, people, when you, when we resume, you know, we used to do it then. So the seniors would come and you will sort them from, let's say your parents gave you 5K for this term, till this thing day, pocket mm-hmm. money. You go sort this one 2H, you go sort this one 5 Godfatherism, basically. Mm-hmm. And the people that you sort will take, take care, care of you yeah. and whatnot. Uh-huh. And nobody, bro, that was, I, I'm just realizing that's Godfatherism. <laughs> so when I became a senior, obviously. Yeah, collecting funds. Straight, <laughs> straight. You go into a genius room, where's, where's your cabin? You know, bring the last cabin. But the thing is, that's cabin biscuits. What you yeah, cabin yeah. biscuits. So the thing is, a lot of the people that you would sort then, a lot of times they will not look out for you when you get into trouble. But I, I would make sure, like people knew that I was reliable. Yeah, like, man of your word. When you get into yeah, trouble, brand. man of the people. Yeah, What's when, that book? <laughs> when you get into trouble and you call Excel, Excel will come and you know stand yeah, in for you and whatnot. So I mean, I was so popular that. I wasn't a prefect and our election, our prefectship positions were done by elections. I was not allowed to, to contest. contest because of a senior that I had punished. I told the guy to hang. He hung, he hung for like two hours. How did, you, so. how did you punish a senior? No, a junior rather oh, than so I punished. Okay. My bad. You know, he hung for two hours and reported. So they said that for that, you know. But with, with that even, I was so popular that my name was written. People were writing my name on the on the ballot. On the ballot. I st- still, I wasn't chosen. Wow. But I was still so influential that when shit is wrong in the school, let's say somebody broke into a teacher's class and stole a laptop or stole something, call Excel. Mm. Excel will know who did this or Excel can find out who did this. So I was that reliable. I was like a lovable bully. But still bullying. Still bullying. Still bullying. <laughs> All right. I'm laughing because uh, that's you right now still. <laughs> All right, Jess, can you tell us your own story of how you got into it? No, I don't bully anybody not now. Bully, not bully, like if someone needs something, Excel oh. can do it for you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a go-to guy. I think Jess has a colorful story of how she got into a boarding school. Jess, before you start, I feel yeah. like there's a direction I really want to feel this thing in because this is for posterity, right? Some people will never go to boarding school right now mm-hmm. as it is. I want us to talk about that onboarding process to getting into boarding school. Yeah. The decisions. Well, I was, the, gonna, I was like, gonna talk about that. Yeah, yeah like the like the environment, what happened. Because that's why I met when she said yeah, a colorful story. Because we always make it, we always make you feel like it, people just go to boarding school. But there's actually a decision process. Maybe Even, there's a backstory. Exactly. And there's also like when you get into school, how do you how does it happen? Like I didn't go to boarding school, but I had friends who were like, oh, visiting day, uh, this one day, uh something, something. I or open day or something. I mean, that's. I hope that's general secondary school yeah. thing. Yeah, open, school open thing. day. Yeah, but like, it probably was different for borders. Do you understand what I mean? Like, so I want to like paint a picture. You guys paint a picture. That's what I want. Okay. Um. So I'm. And the name of the school. No problem. I'm gonna start off. I did not go to boarding school by choice, mm-hmm. unlike SL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. How did my own start? Okay, so I was in sixth grade, which is the equivalent. It's not the equivalent of primary six because sixth grade is still is considered middle school in mm. America. So that, I guess that'd be junior secondary school. But anyways, I was sixth grade. I wake up one morning. I remember this thing vividly. My mother was my mother's a nurse. She was ironing her uniform, and I was talking to her, and she was like, "Yeah, you you're going to Nigeria to go to a boarding school." So my understanding of boarding school was like so. The first thing that I said was like, "What 
what did I do? Like, mm. I did get, I do something yeah, wrong? She put you wrong. back home. Like, I mean, I didn't wash the plate like that one time, but yeah. like, then, <laughs> why, why does it warrant this type of harsh, you know, uh, consequence? So apparently my reason for, the reason why my parents sent me to boarding school is not because like I was a bad kid or something. It was because my parents were like, you are too Americanized and it's time for you to learn your culture. Mm. So I'm like, okay, so why don't y'all teach me? Like, why is it? I need to learn my culture. The solution is to ship me to boarding school. In like, Nigeria. what am I going to tell my friends? Like, yeah. I'm not, I didn't do anything wrong. Exactly. All the people before me that I know went to boarding school went because they were defiant. Yeah. They were, you know, had maybe poor behavior in school. Mm -hmm. The parents couldn't handle them anymore. I'm like, bro, y'all tell me to do stuff. I do it. So <laughs> what is it? So um, they said I was going to go to boarding school. I said, so I think I was against it, but it's not like I was really fighting it. I mm -hmm. was like, okay. Like, it doesn't seem like I have a choice. So... That's that. That's where it's already starting to be funny. It's like you're sending me here when the brand of this thing you're about to make me do is riddled with you're a bad child, you're disobedient, you don't, you know, so we can't handle you, so we're just gonna ship you off somewhere. So I was already confused by that. Um, so then I was like, okay, I guess that's happening. Fine. So then it now came to like the selection process, right? So I'm Ibo. I'm from Imo State. Mm. I come from a, a pretty conservative family. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm one of the first people that in my family that, you know, began to stray the path and like, you know, start doing unorthodox lifestyle, yeah. I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so at the time, you know, my parents, I have a large Igbo family. Majority of them live in the Southeast. Mm -hmm. So my parents both live in America at the time. They don't know how to select a boarding school. So they tell my, my, I think my father's brothers mm. to like find a boarding school for us. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think this is really important because when I tell people, like when I grew up and I became older mm. and I told people, I would tell people the boarding school I went to, or I'll tell people I went to boarding school. They'll now say, what's the name of the boarding school? Assuming I'll say one school in Lagos. Mm -hmm. Like they just assume that maybe I went to a posh mm -hmm. where they make, where, where, where they make your bed. I I'm like, bro, I'm and I, the first thing I'll say is you will not know the school. Mm -hmm. I did not go to school in Lagos. Mm -hmm. I didn't go to school in Abuja, mm -hmm. like whatever. So my parents, imagine my parents are asking conservative Igbo uncles that live in Emo State, mm -hmm. Avia State, mm -hmm. deep, deep, deep in the mm -hmm. Southeast mm -hmm. to find a boarding school for their children who were born and raised in America don't know Igbo. All I know is fufu. And it's not even like the pound, like mm. the heavy yeah, one I see here. The one that they like pound. Gentrified, mm -hmm. you know, pounded yam. Mm -hmm. Gentrified. Um, you know, eating jollof rice. Mm -hmm. All I know is Nollywood film mm -hmm. and like Osito said it. Because before I moved to Nigeria, I wasn't even into Afropop. It was only yeah. my high life because of my parents. So they found a school. And the way they found this school is because, well, our children are going there. So it just makes sense for your kids to go there, right? Not even discussing with nuance to say that okay well your kids were born and raised yeah. in nigeria they know how to navigate so maybe no matter no matter the school you you put them in they'll be able to like maneuver yeah you're comparing me and saying i should go to the same school mm -hmm. so the school i went to it was a boys and girls school a mixture of day students and boarding um, boarders mm. and it was called marist comprehensive academy run by Reverend Brothers and Sisters oh, wow. Missionary School. Like, that's how long the name was. That's yeah. the, the One of the, like, uh, interesting points about the school is that it was right next to Absu, so IBS State University. Mm. Like, you can walk to IBS mm -hmm. State University mm -hmm. from my school. Okay. Uturu. Uturu, baby. <laughs> Uturu knew me for two years, okay? <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, my, my dream is not, it's not like my parents have some deep selection process. It's not like they were, I don't know if they were given a selection of schools mm. and then tell me, oh, yeah, bring the brochure, bring mm. the brochure, let me read, oh. and then let me know what's the best. Let me ask that brochure. 
one to go to. <laughs> it was like, oh well, my brother, my uncles said that kids is going there, so I guess I'm going there. And I didn't have no choice. Mm-hmm. And they packed my bags and we went. Now, this is when, so I remember this instance very vividly to just kind of understand that, like, I didn't understand the wild, like, first of all, my life had a 180 degree turn. turn yeah. And then I didn't really understand, like, how deep this experience was about to be. But when How old were you then? I was 12. Okay. 12, yeah. Um, so, okay, so this boarding school, right, it's a missionary school. Mm. Um, probably that was another one of the selling points to my parents. Like we were Catholic. Yeah. Oh, put her in a religious yeah. school. Nothing should happen. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, nothing should happen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so in this school, they make you cut your hair. So this is one of the boarding schools where if you're a babe, if you're a guy, your hair getting cut. Mm-hmm. Slammed. Is you everybody bald. Mm-hmm. No, they'll say they don't no want beauty. you to attempt to distract yeah. all that rubbish nonsense. <laughs> so I cut my hair for the I cut my hair the first time in America. And I remember like when my mom said I had to cut my hair, and I'm like, bro, like why? <laughs> like this is just sounding like punishment. Yeah. Like this is not sounding like, oh, I'm gonna go learn my culture. Mm-hmm. All this sounds negative. Yeah. But like I said, I don't have a choice. Yeah. So I go to the salon and they cut my hair. And my mother's telling them, yeah, she's about to go to Nigeria for school. Da, da, da. And as they were cutting my hair, I don't remember if I was crying or not, but the people, like the salon, the people in the salon were laughing, right? And it was like, now that I think about it, that's really traumatic because it's like, it's there, like something that you could you could argue is like humiliating or it's mm. like stripping you down of something. People yeah. are laughing at you as they're doing yeah. it. I didn't say anything. I was like, okay, whatever. I don't, I don't have no choice. So I cut my hair. I don't cut it all the way like buzz cut, low cut. I get to, I get to Nigeria. And it was such a wild experience, bro. Like, okay, for example, I didn't take common entrance. Yeah. I don't know how. I didn't take common entrance. Yeah. I got into Jazz 2A, and Jazz 2A is only determined by, like, th- there's a system where they do Jazz 2A, B, C, D, mm-hmm. and they'll, de-humili- they'll um, humiliate you now. Your first 50, A, mm. 50 to 100, B, mm. 100 to 100. <laughs> so you know, if you I know F, where you belong yeah. to. Maybe if you're in Jazz 2F, maybe wow. you probably maybe, got all F9s yeah. or something, right? <laughs> So I remember, and I was a, I'm a very competitive person. Yeah. And I think I'm just competitive because like, it's, it's really stemmed from like upbringing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if you come to school, if you come back, and you, like in order to gain my parents' love and acceptance, like you mm-hmm. have to be the best. Yeah. If you're not the best, you're a disgrace to your family. Yeah, if you're a disgrace you. to your family, mm-hmm. then this, and yeah. you can't be a disgrace yeah. to your family. So I remember I didn't take common entrance, right? And then I didn't even understand like how everything was coming. Like I just went to the school. I think they were just pressed that, like, you know, somebody from Yankee was coming mm. to visit their, you, you know, Uturu school. <laughs> so maybe they were being lenient on me. Or, I don't know. Yeah. But I remember I didn't take common entrance, but I was like, man, I'm going to send to this JS2A. I don't know what's going to happen, mm. but I cannot be in no C. Yeah. I cannot be in no D. <laughs> like, my parents, I cannot carry Chibwe's name and be inside yeah. C. It's not possible. <laughs> so I get to the school. I didn't take common entrance. I don't even know how the hell. But, like, I remember the day when they finally... I'm skipping a little bit. I'll go back. Yeah. I remember the day when it was time to go... The first day of class. No common entrance. I don't even know if my parents showed them my report card. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I remember having my desk. And, like, they're like, oh, yeah, all the people that don't have class, come to, like, come to the front or whatever. And then I saw that they were... Like, what they would do now is, like, they would just randomly pick, oh, yeah, just to mm. be, just to be. Mm. The way I just positioned myself to make sure that when they land on me, I get eight. That's mm. how I got into JS2A. Okay. And then when I entered that JS2A, I had to fight to make sure I entered that JS3A mm. when it came to, like, final exams yeah. and stuff. But it was, like, a very, like, survival of the fittest. Mm, like, kind of I'm literally in a jungle. Mm. I Like, 
it, when they dropped me off at school, it felt like I was being dropped off at prison. Yeah. And they're just like waving like, bye-bye. <laughs> you're not following, like, you're never going to see us again type thing. Like, it was very scary. And I remember one specific thing. So in my school, every day, so this is a Catholic school. Yeah. You pray 6 a.m. Oh, yes. You pray siesta. Yeah. You pray when you're going to night prayer. We, made, we go to, we go to afternoon yeah. and night prayer. Yeah. Oh, every yeah. Sunday you go How to many mass. prayers? Baby, you, I know the rosary, but as in I don't even as, as the back of your I hand. can know in the back of my head. Yeah, if yeah. I start hearing someone pray, I can finish it for them. Yeah. Like, it's it's drilled into your mind. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first, so every Sunday we go to Sunday Mass, mm-hmm. you go to Sunday Benediction. Yeah. I think Important. the first Benediction I went to, I almost fainted. Yeah. I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't know if maybe I had not been eating mm-hmm. or I was dehydrated mm-hmm. or something. And I almost fainted in this place. And I'm like, where did these people send me to? Like, <laughs> is this about to be my life? I don't, I don't understand. Um, so that's like the general gist of it. I didn't have no common entrance. It was literally like, go and force yourself and be strategic yeah. and don't disgrace your family. Like you didn't come from Yankee to come here and be. Do you have siblings? I have siblings. I have three brothers. Did they as well come to I'm Nigeria? also a firstborn. Okay. Okay. They all went to boarding school. In me Nigeria? And, yeah. Me and my immediate mm-hmm. junior went to the same boarding school. Okay. Um, he started at just, just one. Mm-hmm. I started at just two. Mm-hmm. Then my two younger brothers, they went to boarding school from primary school. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. Like primary school, they mm-hmm. was putting them in boarding school. Um, and yeah, we all, we all went, um, maybe we'll get into it later, but like mm-hmm. the first year was wickedness, like wickedness what, upon wickedness. Upon. What was the bullying culture like? Um, so the bullying culture, I want to start off by saying every time I got punished, in my school, it was not because of something I did. Mm. It was because of something like generally. so. It's generally mm-hmm. like either they're punishing the whole jazz two, they're punishing the whole jazz two a, they're punishing the whole third role of my jazz two whole stuff. <laughs> like it was never like just because you did something wrong, yeah. so we're gonna beat mm-hmm. you. I was always getting punished for somebody else's thing, yeah. right? So they know me as like someone who's the bone king. Yeah, like they will flog me. I will not cry. I will not win. I will not winch. And the it was chest out. it was yeah, this about like I can't. <laughs> you know, it was this thing where it's like I can't disgrace anybody. Like mm. you must be strong. You and it's it's a very messed up mentality to have because I will be suffering. Mm. I will not tell nobody because I'm like, bro, if I tell people that I'm suffering, then it's gonna be look bad on my parents mm. that my parents are not taking care of me or something. Mm. I was boning cane. Um, lie down like lie down on dirty floor with your whites. We used to wear white uniform, mm. then like red check mm. for like prep and stuff. Yeah. It was really like dehumanizing. dehumanizing. And I thought it was just normal. I'm like, well, in America, like we didn't do this. And yeah. now I'm in another country. Well, this isn't normal. One in Rome. How did the like kids in school receive you based on like you came from the foreign abroad? Right. So I remember myself, like I said, surviving what I say yeah. by force, you must download African accents. Yeah. Even if it doesn't sound like <laughs> African, so download that joint. Okay. You will find pigeon yeah. and you will force it in your throat mm-hmm. type of thing. So obviously everyone knew that I came from, you know, Yankee. But the thing yeah. about me, I'm a very like service oriented person. Like yeah. anytime someone needs help, I'm down to help them. Yeah. So I think that's something that say it was a gift and a curse. Yeah. Gift because all the seniors knew me as oh, this one, she's always helping or she's always good, or this one, she's a good girl. Like when I think about it now, it's like, oh, you're just like maybe you're trying they're patronizing me and stuff. Yeah. But then it was a curse because the first year I was mumu. Like they, oh, this one, we know she will not do anything. Mm. If you if you do this, sir, she will not do anything. If she if she won't do anything, type of thing. So like they treated me as I, they, I'm sure they had a name for me. Okay, there was one name they used to call me Jesuku, which is like mm, big Jess, yes, yeah. right? So they used to call me that because like I was tall mm. for, for someone in my class, mm-hmm. and then um, 
I think they used to call me Americana. I think mm. they used to call me that. I don't remember. And it was very like singled out treatment. Like, oh, this babe, she's from Yankee. Yeah. Um, so the first year was really bad. One instance I, I will never forget <laughs> is how so people just assume, and even now at my big age, it's still mm. thing like if you're coming from Yankee, you must have money. I'm yeah. like, bro, I still I have the same one K in my account, like the next person. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't <laughs> understand. Like I just pay my rent and yeah. I'm eating Indomie. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. But when I was younger, it was still that same thing of if you came from Yankee, you must have money. Yeah. Not trying to discuss nuance that, mm-hmm. yeah, I may have come from Yankee, but I'm from a middle class yeah. American home. Yeah. I don't have, we don't have disposable income that can just, you know, whatever. So whenever I would get pro- provision, it was a school that allowed provision. Mm. So my parents would send money to my, my, one of my dad's brothers. And then I'll, they'll, I'll tell them what I want. They'll buy the provision. So the cabin, the sardine, mm-hmm. the Gary, mm-hmm. the golden morning, the cornflakes, all that mm-hmm. stuff. I was a person that like, Anytime someone would ask me for something, I will give them. Even if I don't have enough for myself, I will give you. I will get you can come 12 a.m. midnight. Mm. I need a spoon of milk to eat with my cornflakes. I'm hungry. I will give you, bro. Like, Mm. come to me. I will give you. And then I was still forming, oh, let me bring American uh, provision. You Mm. bring Cheerios. Yeah. You bring bring peanut butter. I was going to ask you that. Those cornflakes are Cheerios. Cheerios. (laughs) Maybe I was uh, flexing with frosted flakes. So even, you know, people that have never seen that type of food, they'll be like, ah, can I try some? And I'm like, yeah, yeah take it. Like, what? I'm not about to be hoarding. Food. Just three, yeah. I was hoarding it. But mm-hmm. just, I wasn't hoarding nothing. So there was this one babe, right? Her name was Anita. I don't care if I'm exposing her. I don't yeah. know where the hell she is. I don't mm-hmm. give a damn. Mm-hmm. She would all, I, I don't know, maybe she didn't come from a well-to-do family. Uh, a piece of context is the boarding, my, my fees, Sport, the fees per semester at this time this is 20, 2005 yeah. it was like 35k a semester or something that's a lot of money that's a lot of money 35k and then me and my brother there so 70k a semester yeah. so at the time I don't know what Naira was at the time then mm-hmm. but like this is the this is school fees so mm-hmm. in that state in that town in mm-hmm. that area mm-hmm. that's considered a lot of money yeah right? it is so everyone but you don't understand like you don't understand the reasons how people are affording to go you don't know if somebody's church is it's funding, it, is funding them. a scholarship yeah. mm-hmm, to go. Mm-hmm. You don't know if it's someone's parents. You don't know if somebody's uncle. uncle. Mm-hmm. You know if somebody's grandparents. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're all here living existing, but you're not really trying to understand nuance of like family background or who's rich or who's this. Maybe the only time you can determine wealth is when it's visiting day. Mm-hmm. Whose father came with Prado? Yeah. Whose person came with bus? Yeah. Whose person came with, uh, who, whose family member came with bike? Mm-hmm. You don't know. Mm-hmm. It's only on that visiting day. Mm-hmm. So this is one babe. Her name was Anita. And I remember she would ask me for provision. I'd always give her. I don't know what happened. I don't know, maybe I don't know what happened. But there was one day, every Sunday we have games. We went to games one Sunday. Another piece of context. Mm. We had cupboard. Like, you bring your own cupboard. Yeah. You use padlock to lock mm, the cupboard. Mm-hmm. I had those combination locks that you turn. Yeah. Right? It's not like key. Yeah. So it was like, imagine like the school lockers in like American high school where yeah. you're turning mm-hmm, the cupboard. That's mm-hmm. what I had. Mm. I, so nobody knew the code except me. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. My code was like thirty fifteen five or something mm-hmm, like that. I don't mm-hmm, remember. Mm-hmm. So I remember I went to a games. I came back. My cupboard was busted open. That lock was busted open. Mm. Boom boom. I opened my cupboard every swipe. Oof. Naturally. That I can't tell me to do. Oh, I didn't tell you. I did that thing with your mouth when you whistle. It's like. Yeah. You get it. Whatever. You get it. Forget it. Forget it. Forget I go there and I'm like, what the hell? What's going I don't understand. Mine was the only cupboard that was busted open. Yeah. I'm like, what's this? Because they say this one way get codes. Something was Or is this hazing or what? I don't understand. I don't get it. It's part of hazing. 
so I later found out that that Anita babe was yeah. leaving school that day. Mm. I don't know if she got expelled. I don't know. Maybe they couldn't afford the school fees. I don't mm. know. Mm. But they saw that she was the one that took everything and left wow. because she wasn't coming back to school no more. Yeah. Wow. And I'm sitting here and I'm crying because I'm like, what am I going to tell my parents? Mm. What am I like? This doesn't make sense. What have I not done for you people? Mm. Anything you ask me, I give you, even if it's freaking kerosene. And we're trying to read for exam. <laughs> and everybody's praying that their neighbor's kerosene runs out so they will study more. I give y'all, like, what is it? Bro, they said, there's nothing we can do about it. You just take it like that. Mm. I think that's when my heart got hard. And yeah. I said, no, screw all y'all. Like, yeah. no. It's books. And that's when, that's when, that's when my butt, this was, this was to that jazz too. Okay. But that's when my eye cleared. Mm. And I was like, on our streets. And they baby, <laughs> that street was too deep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when my whole perspective changed. And yeah. that's when I really became a Nigerian at boarding school. Mm. I was, hmm, baby, I, we were mates now. Like okay, before I was, oh, I'm, t- I'm mm, timid, I'm this. Mm. But after that, that's like you guys. Don't play with me. <laughs> I was still nice. I was still, you know, if you need help, I'll help you. Mm-hmm. But my eyes were definitely sharper yeah. after that experience. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm. Wow. I mean, I, I feel like there's a part of this conversation that we all are involved in, like, which is the secondary school thing. First mm-hmm. off, like coming from primary school into secondary school, yeah. whether boarding or day students, you experience some sort of transitioning that you probably couldn't understand yes, at the time. You know? I, I, yeah, I, I yeah, there's, there's that when, transition. I used where, to hear it when you go to school for the first time, mm, on the first day, mm, and you're like the new kid and you're trying to understand navigate. who is the guy you can you can rely on, who yeah. is the guy that is the household. Mm-hmm. I only changed secondary school. Okay, I changed secondary school twice. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I went to Grace High School and also Kelly College. Yeah. Thankfully, the bullying culture was not. not if you're bullying somebody at a school that's called Grace High School, <laughs> that yeah, was that's the same school Bizzo went to. Or Bizzo that was is, that is yeah, the below me. Oh, really? Yeah. It wasn't nice. that much. So, me, I was sheltered, but I heard horror stories. Yeah. I heard horror stories. I couldn't I, do with that I mean, shit. I, I feel like the experience for day students is a little different because, yeah, different. yeah, you know, because it's you go home to light, mommy light bullying. and daddy, you know, and can report to them what they are seeing real time what's happening to you, right? Yeah. It's like you're escaping. Once the bell, once the school bell rings, yeah. it's like the borders are going back to prison mm-hmm. and the people that they did bail is going yeah. to their house. That's how it felt like every day. So, like, I grew up in Aguirre State, which I said, very conservative. Um, My, my eldest siblings went to Corona Primary School in... The, on the estate. Is that like well. one of them rich? Like in yeah, the yeah, school hierarchy of Nigeria? 100% till date, still a rich school, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was sent to some other primary school in Janikin, you know, and then from Janikin, I went to Okokumaiku, part of Lagos that people don't even talk about, right? And yeah. It's so, not in the Afrobeats map. <laughs> that's it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just keep moving on. Oh. Keep moving. <laughs> you guys are joking. Yeah, moving on. Okay, so like, um, Coming from all that serenity, all that morals. Yeah. All that order. <laughs> that organization. Exactly. All and that. then you're going to Kokomaiko. Is this a jump fence or... The culture shock. The culture shock. I remember in secondary school, um, a, a senior, she was in SS1, then she had 14 brothers, by the way. Damn. 15 girl, last born. Light skin, One mother. Babe. One mother. Yes. Duma said, I'm signing out to the girl. Father, her father owned like stores in Alaba Market, Tobey College, Okoko. Oh, Jesus. Do you get it? They now be that. So she got into SS1. And she, you know, everybody, when you get into SS1, you don't have that tight skirt. You want to. Yeah, you're always happy when you get to SS1 yeah. because I can't really. The but uniforms you, are different. Oh, Boys oh, now wear trousers. No, 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 no. I lied. Mm. 
when it gets to senior class, you start. So we didn't yeah. have tight skirt, but they would start shortening. They would tell the tailor shorten. Exactly. Oh, you have those tricks and right. try so to maneuver boys, things. Just enter this one, you want to sag, you know, over. do you understand? We are here in the Iron the dark. Do, do you understand? <laughs> Literally, so this girl is in school. She just going to SS1 and everything. She's the last person to go to secondary school, evidently. Her brothers are done and everything. And they bring her out, out in assembly and they're like, you, because of this, is, and this girl is like light, like fair. She's transparent. Literally, she's like, get cool. <laughs> so light. Okay, is that supposed to signify like her fr- fragility? Like no, how no, delicate? No, I, I want to tell you. So when they beat her, you can see. Oh, yeah. In real time. She lit up red. Pew, pew. <laughs> the next day for school. See her mother with her brother. That's what I'm talking about. Gang, gang. Not, not the girl's brothers, the mother's oh, own oh, brothers. Oh, oh, oh. She right. came. Gang, gang. The flog who? The principal, the man. Which can't be so to flog who? Wipe it. If you see the way for a hair, she gets bald. She gets for hair. See, the guy around from his office upstairs, downstairs. Oh, Flog the hell out of him. Like, so we always had that. And then, because. Um, my other ones are like way ahead of me in, 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 in like educational in life generally. Like when I was getting into secondary school, they were leaving school, and then you have this, uh, you know, you think people already know you. And my dad was PTA chairman, so everybody felt we had people who were in their thirties who were in secondary school as seniors. You had people who were like, like early sorry, what kind? Sorry, sorry, what kind of school was this? It like, was, was a private it, school. You said private. It has yeah. happened to me before. Like the first. Yeah, old people. To, all of a sudden, they just bought in one new guy. His name was Alfred. And this guy looked like early 30. Yeah. For some fucking reason. And the guy was, I won't call him an, I won't call him literate. Because yeah. this guy could never write a sentence of English. Just but apparently, like, they wanted him to do work. Yeah. For him to just pass and get some sentence. That's what they were. So you had seniors who yeah. already owned shops safe. You know, man. Do you understand? So this is where they so NYC is not wild. So no, they have like, no, 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 I remember there's this senior that used to have this thing. He would be, so the school was a like a eight-story building or something, six, eight, I can't remember. So seniors are upstairs, juniors are downstairs, labs are downstairs. But bum chica chiquita or something, and he's walking down the stairs with his guys. I swear to God, if you like, be whoever you are, junior. You're, you're trying to pass the step when they are passing. I swear to God, they'll throw you downstairs. Anybody, they'll slam Shit. your head into the wall. This was a day school, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine so people. Schools are wild. So imagine people who used to go to bed in the hostels with these guys. Do you understand? So like, I feel like there's this violence. I'm I'm hoping to hear on the board today. Like we haven't gotten to that violence. It's is telling me that the time is going. Time what is the going. fuck? Time is going. Man. No, we're going to have part two of this board and because it's very important. But yeah. like, I feel like there's there's something there's something about coming of age and that transitioning into secondary school that I really want us to talk about like so so much and like the effects of what all of this does to you as a, as an adult right, right now. You know, so um, it's interesting because like on my own podcast, right? I I actually asked my guests like, tell me about your acad- like your education and how yeah. it affect like the reason why I asked that because I'm like your secondary school experience. Because I didn't understand how this whole secondary school experience deeply and significantly impacts mm-hmm. people as adults to like yeah. move to Lagos. Like, mm-hmm. I swear down. So I asked people, like, 
tell me, you know, where you went to, you know, secondary school, even if you want to go as deep as primary school, university, mm-hmm. because that shapes who we are today. There's yeah. things Excel has said that he was saying that happened in, like, that were about his personality in secondary school that I can still see it now. Mm-hmm. And there's things about myself that when I look back, I'm like, I still act like that. And it it, it started from my secondary school experience. Yeah. One thing I wanted to say is like, with boarding school, or I, I'm going to say with secondary school, but specifically boarding school. So in, in a general sense, people are like, it's probably common knowledge, like common practice that the first time a child really leaves the house, like leaves the home to like go and like, start living like as an adult it's supposed to be university like oh you do elementary school uh, secondary school then you pack your bag you go to university and that's supposed to be like your that's you know your first exposure to living on your own you don't have parents to call you gotta do your homework you're supposed to just do all that stuff by yourself it's assumed that those 17 16 18 years of training in the house you now go and put it into practice you know in university so then you move you're in nigeria or you're in africa but let's speak about nigeria And you're leaving the house at 12. Like, it's not that 16 where you're fully... You're leaving the house... So, yeah. So, some parents, they, they make sure that you skip five and primary, primary five and six. Yeah. Right. Toss you straight into four, So, you're four. this person. You have not developed. You haven't even hit puberty. You're not even 13. Yeah. you entering into this situation. It's like, okay, fend for yourself. Yeah. Live on your own. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of that... So, going back to the university thing, you, you leave and go to university like, I'm free. I can do what I want now. I can, if I don't have to make my bed, nobody's going to hold me. If I, I can eat what I want, I can, you know, I don't have to go to church. I don't, all those things that was the order and, and routine that was instilled to you as a young person or when you're living in your, your family's house, you can choose to throw that all away. Yeah. Now you're reducing, those are huge life decisions you make. You know, whether you're going to stop taking your vitamins, mm-hmm. whether you're going to, mm-hmm. you know, go and start mm-hmm. being permissive, whatever you want to do, you mm-hmm. can do it. And nobody's checking you, yeah. right? So that decision is given to you once you, you know, it's assumed you're uh, an adult and you can go to university and make those type of decisions. Now imagine that same concept being given to 11 year olds and 12 year olds. That you're going, that you're going, you're leaving your family's house, right? All those life lessons and things that, you know, you assume over the years are supposed to be instilled in you. You don't get that. And you go and you're living on your own. Not only are you having people that, have not learned how to make like wise life choices mm-hmm. or whatever being put to live out of the nest of like per- assumed protection. Not everybody's parents protect them and stuff yeah. like that to go into a, a system like that and fend for yourself. Who knows if all the repressed, you know, uh, not who knows it's, that's what happens. The, 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 I want to say like, Recessive memory. No, it's like all that repressed maybe behavior, mm-hmm. right? As a Nigerian child, your parents are beating you anyhow. Some weird punishments, some wicked punishments mm. our parents used to do in the mm. name of discipline. Mm. Go and you won't eat until you go and do this. You go and uh, uh, kneel on the floor for five hours. Mm. Go and walk from this place to this place because mm. you did something wrong. Mm. So all that uh, discipline mm. that is blatant violence mm. that was put on you as a young person, mm-hmm. you think that's normal, Mm-mm. right? Because that's discipline. Mm-hmm. You now go to boarding school mm. and it's like, it's a free-for-all. Everybody carries their trauma. Everybody carries the violence that they learn from home. Everybody carries the behavior they learn from home, what they learn from their parents, their older siblings, the people that helped uh, uh, socialize them from zero to eight. And you're not bringing to boarding school with no, with no structure, with no, like, 
the, the elders that are even in the school are not there for your best interest. Mm. Principal is not there for your best interest. Yeah, for the money. Professor is not there for your best. Headmaster, mistress, this is nobody's there for your best interest. Just these adults that are just like, we have a thousand kids mm. and all these kids are just numbers. Mm-hmm. 1,000 kids, 30K school fees. Mm. Do the math. Exactly. Yeah. Just stay alive so that they can pay your thing next exactly. time. They don't care what happens working. to you. Yeah. Exactly. So when you see kids beating each other up, you see kids wicketing themselves, mm. you see people, you know, going as far as like, you know, sexual abuse amongst themselves. They're yeah. just carrying what they learn from their house in, uh, into school, yeah. into a system where nobody's there for the interest nobody's of a child them. like that. Mm. Why won't this stuff, why won't these type of stories happen? You know the... You know the funny thing is that most of these schools, like Doran College, will have like a counselor or a guidance mm. counselor. Story. Trying but to form trying to form uh, where's where's that right? I remember I remember I remember almost fighting with uh, my guidance and counselor when I was in secondary school. Yeah. Right. So after <laughs> after junior work, I did well. I had all A's. Yeah. And they were like, Oh, all the all the guys that passed well, put them in science, science. when they enter. Yeah. And I was like, dog. I am an art student. And she was like, no, oh, well, you see well. your results. Did well. I, was like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's the funny thing in secondary school. The I'm thing you don't want are supposed to go yeah. to like commercial class or arts class. Bro. Yeah. I felt so. I, I, I was a victim of that. I was reading Shakespeare yeah. before GS3. So yeah. I had a big interest in, in, in art. So yeah. I was like, nah, I've had to put my she leg. Out schools just set you up for failure. In the she, was like, she, yeah. was like, she was like, she's going to call my parents. I'm like, call anybody. Like, and me knowing my parents, there's, my parents... You know, there are things that I don't, I didn't like the, the day, but my parents used to do this whole, if that's what he wants, we're at his back. So I was also I was like, call, call, <laughs> make the call. You you will regret it. And they, 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 they regretted it. She called and she regretted it, you know, wow. and I ended up in art class, you know. And even I remember going to the art class and everyone was like shook, like, why are you here? You know, you're you lucky. I, I, I did it the hard way. I did it the hard way. At the end of the day, I lost a year because mm. I felt like, oh, Science is the way and everything. Whereas I was continuing, oh, well, the physics and chemistry were now becoming like, bro, what the fuck <laughs> is this? <laughs> but why, why I even brought that up is to yeah. buttress Jesse's point mm. that there's nobody that's there for the students, yeah. basically. Yeah. It's, you're just data to them. And, yeah, thank you. And data. you're data to them. And we have, Nigeria in general has a culture of violence is our culture. Yeah. Yes. But- as a child, you see policemen slapping bus drivers. You, you, see, you see somebody hit somebody, and the next thing, the, t- the two of them come out, and they're already right. It's a culture. Growing up in Aba, I used to, I, I remember, it, it. you know, when you're desensitized to something. Mm. My aunt came from from um, Joss to come and see me and my, you know, my, my family, her sister, my mom. She came to spend a couple of days with us in Aba. She was like, Excel, me and you never hang out. I'll walk you to to the bus stop where you take your bus to go to, this is primary school, mm. to, you know. And we're walking and there's someone at um, Umungasi Junction. Mm. If you live in Aba, you know Umungasi mm. Junction. And there's a dead body there. Yeah. It's been there like two days. What bloated up. And I walked, like I just walked past it, Bro. like nothing. And she was like, what? What? Bro, what, you're, what you're saying what? is so real. Like back then, um, Pops' driver would be taking us to school. A papa was the expressway. Yeah. You see a dead body, just burnt. Right, and yeah. you move to the other like, yeah, or somebody hits somebody and his corpse is there, and you're like, Oh, that's a dead body, and you move on, but you don't know what it's doing to children at the end of the day. To circle back to what you yeah. know, Ugochi wants to discuss, yeah. so these instances are showing how, like, what the behavior that many of us are practicing that is inhumane we deem it as normal. So, when those five boys were or more, were, or, or what, however many boys were, yeah. were, 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 
stomping on that boy. Like beating that boy. They're, I'm seeing people say tweets like, are these boys normal? Are these boys normal? Maybe they're not normal. But this is it's normal. normal. It's normal. To a lot of people. In Nigeria, let's stop saying that so, we're Exactly. Ideas. This conversation is like, going to get happy. It's normal mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. If I go and slap somebody, like there's always a first time for everything. Maybe the first time I slap somebody, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I can't believe you did it. Mm-hmm. But the second, third, fifth time, maybe it's normal. Just, uh, and again, like we said, in secondary school, there's a right of passage. You must be bullied. You chop your bullying. So when you become a senior, it's part of that thing. I wonder I could be seen. Even yeah. the things your teachers flog you for that don't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like, 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 you take a child that can't pay. You know, school the parents fees. didn't pay the school fees, and you're so flogging loud. the child. Or the child doesn't yeah. understand. Like, maybe the child fails a test. It doesn't tell you that maybe there's something wrong. Maybe, this, but you just decide to flog the child because you think it's an old Till now, till now, that's why I can't speak Igbo because when I went to boarding school. I, obviously, I didn't start from just one. I didn't start from primary school learning Igbo. Mm. I get to class. They want me to start reading Igbo. I said, I don't know this thing. Mm. Every time the Igbo auntie entered that, I have to stand up. She will flog me. She'll, there was a particular point where she used ruler and yeah, flogging no, the tip no, of your yeah, finger. Yeah. Your fingers. Oh, that shit yeah. you know, is wild. I'll be standing the whole class. By the time I got, I said, I don't, this dirty Igbo, I don't need it. Yeah. Mm. I'll learn your Bible before I learn. Yeah, I'll learn someone else's language mm. before I learn my own. Mm. Because that, when I try that's to learn the, my own. That's the culture of violence. Like, you're, a teacher is supposed to make you understand why something is important. But it's like, oh, you don't, I've told you, you don't get it. Come and lie down. Point, I felt like your teachers like, it's, are like, it's like, like, like uh, slave masters. Yeah. yeah. You must do what you want. If you yeah. don't do it, then you, And it also perpetuates just like poor behavior. Because I remember by, by the time it was time for Wayek, I said, Omo, all that negative instilling of like my fear of Igbo and stuff. Wayek, I was doing Espo. Like, I was figuring out, someone needs to write my Igbo Stand paper for me. I can't get no F. I ended up getting a piece, so yeah. shout out to people that helped me. Do you know me. how wild it is understanding Nigerian corruption that there's runs for Waek? Uh, like, for students, Bro, like children did. Mathematics, you know why teachers were giving us expo. You wouldn't pay extra. You, of course, you pay extra. I, I was writing expo for the science students also when they were doing chemistry. Yeah. The teacher came and said, Open this, Abab. You open this, yeah. Mm. Right today, they were sending it. You won't talk Abab, you talk Abab. Is it Abab? Nah, Abab. Pay Abab and pay a quick for physics. Yeah. And it's that mad. Uh, parents should even pay extra. Like, Please mm. help my child pass, pass, yeah, pass. Yeah. And it was a tradition in the school because. When the results come out, you want to boast to people that, oh, look at all my kids. You don't yeah. even care if your kid knows what they read. No. I need to make sure that yeah. when I go to parties, I can say that my child. Yeah, yeah. Like, my child came out with eight A's. And yeah. it's, going to, it's going to one of the best schools mm. in Nigeria. And look mm. at the child now. Nigerian <laughs> are messed up. And this this whole thing with the whole um, late Sylvester is just a part of it. There are so many other things going on. I mean, I it say, took, uh, sorry, it mm-hmm. took, it took one time my mom came, I think I was in SS3 then. So my mom came for visiting day. You know, it was, it was a blast. She brought food, you know, no more. She left. Un, un, unknown to me, when she was going, someone told her that, you know, hey, your son is one of the, you know, he's, 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 um, he's all right. He does well. Well done. Shout out to you. But I just noticed that he has a habit of doing something that I don't like. I'm almost like, oh, what's that? Whenever he has conflict with a female student, he will react violently. And I used to do that when I was in secondary school. So I, I get home for the holidays and my mom sits me down to have a conversation about um, violence on women. And she's like, there are, you know that I'm your mom, you know, I love you for, for life and whatnot. But even Jesus has lines that if you cross, you fuck you, you, you understand? She's like, except that's a line you should never cross. Like, you know, me hearing it, as your mother is scaring me, you know? 
and she brought out books, giving me stats. I can't even remember a lot of those things now, like giving me stats. That, on, that's your mom because she 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 knew the danger in that. Yeah, she knew, yeah. you know. And I remember still going back to school. I wasn't doing it again, but not because I fully understood. Just because mom, see, look, I have my, yeah, my mom see, has put me in check and I ha- I hold my mom see, they know in my house. I don't give a fuck about anybody else. Once my mom see, says, Excel, don't do this. It's a wrap. I'm done. So I go back to school. I stop it. You know, when people, when my guys were doing it, I would be like, like when they have issues with babes, they'll in, be beating them. Yeah. Oh. And it's like, now that I think of it, that's how, in small stages, this toxic masculinity and all those Sexual things, violence, and all those that, those cultures build up. Remember, it's when I got to university, mm-hmm. you know, I've really now grasped the full idea, the full like what my mom was trying to teach me when I got to university. When I started learning about feminism, um, gender violence, that's when I now understood that shit. This is what my mom was educating me on back then. Maybe I, I was too dumb to understand it then, yeah. and. Think of how many people have lived with that culture from because I, I there was one of my someone I knew in 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 secondary school who was like two years ahead of me and back then he used he used to do it a lot he used to beat the babes in his class and whatnot yeah. so he's married now with kids and I was in PH at the airport and I saw him I was like oh how you doing how you doing you know and he was like yeah it's good it's good it's good I'm I'm all yeah he got divorced and whatnot I was like oh my bad I'm so sorry. So I link when I get back to Lagos, I see my other guys from secondary school. I'm like, oh my, this guy was telling me he got divorced. So they were like, ah, I know, I know, go, I know, go divorce now. When they beating wife every other day. So oh, I was Sick. like, oh goddamn, the, the the culture, you know, never dies. It, Cultures and energy never dies. You know, so it's you remember tapping current in secondary school. You yeah, that's like harassment. Joke. Tapping yeah. current, what but that's, that's harassment. That's, that's harassment. What is tapping current mean? So tapping like, current is like if you see a girl now, just. Tap her ass, grab her ass, or everything. And boys used to see like there's a guy you tap that girl current. Now. Or maybe you pass the girl and brush your shoulder yeah. and have yeah. a so that just, so just like, like tapping current. But you look, but later on, oh, now you not be like, bro. That's harassment. There's something bro. I want us to pin here, right, and talk about it. Is the mischievousness of children, like young adults, is the curiosity in their minds that nobody's answering. Because personally, that's why I don't like young people because of that curiosity. That curiosity can go either way. Mm-hmm. And many times, I'm afraid that. It's it will tend more to the bad side yeah. because the 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 bad side is louder than the good side, especially when you're younger, right? Um, growing up, you'd see kids who would take your spending money, would spit in your drinking water. They would yeah, they'll push you down from the chair. You see, you see people that used to set barrel up. Hey, I, I did that now. We're not talking about this. Is what I want to talk sorry, about. Sorry, so I want to talk about that wickedness. I remember in secondary school, like the secondary school I went to, the first one I went to was like a social experiment. There was nothing like senior or anything. Everyone yeah. was like the same basically. Yeah. So this guy was ahead of us by a year. His name is Ikechukuwa Baranta. I'll never forget. Yeah. Very, very unique name. And he was asking a question in class one day. Right? Not in class. We had like a group something, and boys already. I know what they do. The top of the barrel, the first. Scratch it on the floor. So it will be hot. No, this one's Yeah. It's biro. To make it hot. Mm. And we're waiting. Whew. Immediately sat down. He jumped up. Wow. And everybody just started laughing. And this child is bleeding. No, he didn't even bleed, but he was fucked up. In my life. in school, it was normal. I was in just two A as well. Well, Hobie College. This it was a girl. She sat on that pen and she was bleeding and we're laughing. Like I wasn't laughing, but like everybody was laughing. You know, child psychology say that you have to properly how will I put it now? 
take care of children at that very formative age. Maybe because that's how you war, know it's a lot of times the parents' fault. Yeah. It's for it's war Is it really just the parents' fault? It's both the parents and the teachers. Um okay. Because in modern sorry, in modern society, you mm-hmm. don't expect parents to be like, oh, I'm going to the farm, mm-hmm. follow me to the farm. Mm-hmm. Parents is hustling for the, mm-hmm. for your school fees. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, yeah. you know the the saying that um the community raises the village. It takes, yeah. a village. It takes a village. Yeah. It takes a village to raise a child. The, the village is violent. The mm-hmm. children go about seeing people doing wicked shit to Your each teacher, other. Your teacher, too, is fucked up. Like, so they beat you. So yeah, what? I mean, I'm thinking of how to make money. They let her hustle your parents that your child is not doing well. So let's see. So you don't pay extra again. Did you guys have just people in school that went through shit and they had to cover it because they were afraid? Like they were bullied senseless. They had to cover it because they were afraid. Did people die in your school? I mean... Nobody died in my school, but there were certain instances of wild shit. There were there was a guy, and this one, this ones were not even so. Even in your another thing with secondary school bullying, right? Even in someone that is in your set, this guy, this Sylvester guy, the guys that did this to him were they his seniors? Yeah, they were his seniors. Okay, yeah. so because secondary school bullying, there is senior junior mm-hmm. bullying. Mm-hmm. Then there's also with your yeah, mates, pair bullying. Yeah, yeah, you know, so. There was this guy who he was trying, he was ironing, mm-hmm. right? And electric iron. Yeah, electric iron. We start, yeah, we used to iron in school. Um, so someone else comes and he's like, yo, get out of there. I want to iron. And it's his mate. But the the guy that is saying get out of there is a big boy. Right? He's a we call it Jim. Back in school, we used to call it G Man. He's a G Man. And if you're a dead guy, we'll call you a P Man. Mm-hmm. So it's like the guy, the G-man was talking to a P-man. Get out of there, I want to iron. It's like, dog, I'm ironing. When I'm done, yeah. I'm going to kick this guy. Took the iron. Pressed, pressed it on the guy's chest. He burnt, he, like, he burnt. That guy so said, the tissues. What you ask now, what you just ask now. Yeah. You just unlock the memory in my mind. So oh, there was this, this guy. This memory. There was this guy, he, you know, the school I joined later, where I actually got my senior work, he was part of us. And we heard that he was in dance hall college before. Mm. Right? And why did he leave that so college? He was actually expelled. Yeah. He was fighting with a babe. He had temper issues too, right? And one day he moved his belt and just wiped the girl. But the idiot did not hold the buckle. He held the other side. So the buckle hit the girl's eye and boom, that eye was gone. Gone. Oh. This is a child. No, this is a teenager. Bro. Now, if it was a school that understood how to pick out certain behaviors yeah. would have known that this boy is a very is a violent person. Yeah. But the only is that he has paid school fees, Abby. You have a good you said where, where I was even going is a lot of times schools, parents, they have this, you know, when we have the 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 annual argument, there are some arguments on Twitter that are annual. We have it every year. Should I flog my child or not? Oh, it's yeah. one of those annual arguments. And what people fail to understand is the idea that you're flogging your children to discipline them is ridiculous because what really changes people is them understanding why they shouldn't do something. So nobody tells children, this is, you know, like how my mom sees sat me down to explain. People don't do that. It's just like, so the children know, okay, if I am caught doing this, I will be in trouble. If I can maneuver my way and not get caught, yeah. I'm fine. Now they catch me thief. Basically, last last. Oh. last, last. Basically, and I and I remember like one of one of one of the guys in my school 
was very wicked senior was also like was the labor prefect you know labor prefects are always wicked mm. by, by nature by mm. nature yeah that's why they even choose them mm. yeah the school even bro this thing is wild school will look and find the most wicked senior yes. And the most that's a, wicked senior that's like academically all right, mm. it's not that bad. Mm. Make him the labor prefect to fuck up the everybody. The presentable one is the hair boy. Yeah, but the bad man is the, the labor prefect. And these are labor prefects had a habit of he's in SS3. We didn't know, right? Or maybe people knew and didn't say anything. He had a habit of taking just one, just two girls to class. Like when people are doing labor mm-hmm. and cleaning gutters, and he'll take them to um classrooms and like sexually assault them yeah. like he was doing it for a long time and he never came out until one day when he was in it in in naval staff was passing and saw him and she was like what the fuck is this you know like now apparently according to the story the just one girl also was giving him a blowjob and she was like what the fuck is this shit raised alarm called everybody and when it now happened, the girl was like, the girl was like, I mean, yeah. That's, like, how, that's how it know, goes. That's how it's always been. In return, he, I don't do any labor. He takes care of me. He buys me his snacks. And they're like, there are other girls and the other girls come and they don't even understand that that situation have this conversation is more. fucked up. We need to talk about, I don't know. They don't understand that that situation is fucked up because again, nobody explains things. Like I remember that in secondary school, it's always people that will come from outside that will explain sexual assault. How come the teachers never explain it? Why would we have to wait to, for fucking Ken Katas? Remember the, Ken Katas? Closest, to come and explain why closest, things are bad. The closest they ever tell is when, they are, when the biology teacher wants to teach about reproduction. And Even the, the conversation is hush-hush. It's, it's very like, hush-hush. Yeah. That's the day they only use 30 minutes. But if it's not... Something about biology, they can use double period. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. The teachers who are in school with you every other day, you have, you form some sort of bond with them, either good or bad. These are the people that have the most, like, I mean, see, um, what's her name now? Adele, that video that, that came out recently yeah. Yeah, with the teacher. Oh, of her teacher inspiring her. That's what teachers are supposed, especially in a boarding in fucking in school. school. Because you're living with these kids, basically. You are not their parents, whether you like it or not. But we, we we also understand that this is not in defense of any teacher or yeah, anything. Yeah. But you understand that even now, becoming an adult now, yeah. you realize that your life isn't put together, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You don't get your shit together. If you have another person to take care of, chances are you might flop, right? Yeah, but yeah. like that extra effort. Now saying this, I'm saying in Nigerian schools, first of all, overpopulation. We have mm. a lot of schools Standard. that are overpopulated. They don't, they don't, they don't believe in oh, there's a cut of mark. No, no, has no, the no. money. He paid the exam, but don't worry. Sorry, I have money to make. Why am I exactly, don't care if you there's know, 100 people in one there's class? There's overpopulation. And so you don't do background checks on your teachers. You don't do anything. This, yeah. this is a fucking country. Nobody, nothing. Even the person that owns the school self, there's no background check on Nothing. Teachers. Nobody cares. School is blood money. That's it. They want to make money and they won't yeah, be out. You pay the teachers crap. Simple. Nobody you cares. You offer little. That brochure they give you is not what they're going to give you. And teachers transfer the aggression to the students. Oh, there are frustrations on you, um, you know. So, there's a statement uh, I wanted to make. We can't even expound on it, but like this story reminds me how much I'm scared of rich people. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I believe what we're scared of rich about people. part two because yeah. there are so many things to unpack. Yeah. yeah. Because it looks like a, it looks like a small event. Yeah. But when you start praying out, you see that everything that's wrong with Nigeria many layers. led to what we are doing right yeah. now. A listener yeah. reached out to me and he said, What I want to say something. I know you're going to say talk about this on the pod tomorrow. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna listen. He said. When he became a senior, there were 900 and something in school. He ensured that he, he punished all of them and flogged everybody. So I said, but you know, tell you, 
he say body talent, but he just want for him. Is that weakness? He say he Cycle don't touch weakness. everybody for the school. Say this thing a normal activity. Yesterday night I was still having this argument somewhere. People use weakness to build rep. Do you understand? Yep. Like I say that guy wicked. Well, well. Uh, you see some seniors coming and the whole corridor run. Do you understand? Yo, no, no, there were seniors who used to tell you that Put they don't the want to see you. They don't see. Just move. So I was at this place yesterday and they were having an argument. The argument at the table was that um, should Lagos State have shut down the school or not? One. Secondly, um, um, this is normal. A lot of kids have died in secondary schools that nobody has talked about till date. Or permanently injured. Yeah. And, you know, somebody on the table was like, his cousin even killed somebody in when he was in primary in secondary school as well. And they threw him out. Normal culture. Yeah. And it was like, if it was my kid too, that killed somebody, I'll fly him out. And I was going to ask you, the people that were in support of not closing the school, yeah. were they rich? Like, do they come from... So so at, at this point, it's not even about wealth. It's about the money-making venture we're talking about, right? They're like, it's a school. It's the business. But, you know... You know how they made the boy lie that it was a football injury mm-hmm. up until his dying bed? All of us don't play football before. Do you understand? Football, the they, they instill so much fear. And so they, they were saying that the, the school also was fed, or management of the school was also fed that story. But everybody knows that in school, there always going to be those kids who are ratting out. You know, like and don't so, even know how to lie well in the first place. Do you like, get, that's not the lie you would attach to something like Have you that seen Doane College physically? I've not been inside the walls. No, but have you seen the yeah, school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, literally, a it's a yeah. small school. Like, in comparison to the schools that we went to. Uh, mm-hmm. schools that we if you see, I went to Frederick Home College, Janiki, Staff Nigeria Primary School. Era race, or the, the school itself would tire you. To walk from the gate to primary school is tiring. This is a small school. It's just at the junction between Road 14 and Bissau Road 0 It's a small school. Do you understand? So which kind of football you won't play? Where you're... But you won't die. Which kind of football? We never play football. We don't play kuta, cement, every grass. So the person, the people were like, oh, this, this, uh, this school management was told that lie already. And mm. so they, they probably didn't even think to cry for that. I was like, that's a lie. That's a lie. And I don't know, to be honest, what I'll do if it was my kid who killed somebody's child. I don't know how you was having that conversation with people saying this type of stuff. Because I would have been like, what the hell are you even saying? So the thing is, you need to have these conversations because so, so many times you, you don't know the kind of human beings you're sitting on the same table with. Everybody smiles. <laughs> so, you, we go to, you see, all of us probably have a friend who's killed somebody. Whether you hit and run somebody probably. at two yeah, in the morning yes. and you probably. didn't stop, yeah. whether you did, everything. Right, yes. but you right. don't know till till the conversation there's still some there's some alcohol in somebody's system and the conversation. And is just say that on one day I was on Tommy Lambert, somebody just crossed and I hit the person. Simple, like you will never Fart. know. And these are unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> these are these are the adults that your kids are going to be spending time with them because say that's Uncle Jess and that's that's Auntie Jess and that's Uncle Eoti too. Do you understand? But you sit on this table and you hear things. It just shows that, like, all that trauma, all that pain, we've brought it into adulthood and make it look like it's normal. Yeah, but when everybody... And and it just, it's a nasty circle. But that's the thing. And because so many people are in denial Mm -hmm. about it, Mm -hmm. or they don't, like... I don't know if I if I have said denial or they objectively just don't know Nigerians are in denial of Nigeria itself. Yeah. About how bad Nigeria Mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Not not to cut anybody's show, but I think we have to round up here because yeah. of time. Yes. But we're definitely having hey a part two. Yeah. So definitely because this is it's, it's, it's so Remember, I'm scared of rich people. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's where people. you need to start general, from. In people episode. in general. No, rich people's own in this country is actually worse. Like I think in the world. No, you see, in Nigeria. I, I usually allow people to do that whole like mm. it's a global. The, all it's the global issues problem. that we yeah. deal with in countries, uh, all the countries can relate most yeah. of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm specifically talking about. 
And you need to tell us this story people. after. Yeah. I said, like, Richie, you have money. Mm. Before I moved to Nigeria, you have money. What's my business? Like, mm. everybody can relate and be mm. the same. Mm-hmm. It's in this Nigeria that, like, when I hear if somebody did something wild, one of the first questions I'm asking is, does that person come from money or not? Mm. Because that greatly shapes how a lot of people in this country behave. It but because it's a sensitive down. topic yeah. and no people being denied, you, know, mm. you can't really talk about it. But like, bro, yeah. that played a huge factor because yeah. you're, you're in into w- this situation. Because yeah, you're, in do- you're in the W bar chilling with the former governors of time. Well, anyway, <laughs> let's move on. All right, man, thanks for everybody for coming. Um, shout out to Jess. Thank you guys you so know, much. Shout out to Excel. Yeah. Um, Short thing. If you guys have any, any, any boarding school experience, just hit us up. You know how to do that. Family at 234essential.com. Mm. Follow us on all social media platforms. Enter our DMs and tell us too yeah. about your, your boarding school experience. <laughs> if you can send voice notes, we'll play it on the podcast. Yes, yeah, very Definitely important. Definitely this is going to have your part too because yeah. it's a very strong situation. Yeah. Um, I think we're done, right? Yes, yeah, we guys. Are. Yes, sir. Be kind. Yeah, Bye-bye. be kind. Bye. I don't keep people.